Do Our Opinions Matter is not to be taken seriously. A couple of experts are here to tell you why your opinions are wrong and why theirs are, well, you decide. Do Our Opinions Matter? A tax is a charge usually of money imposed by authority on persons or property for public purposes, or a sum levied on members of an organization to defray expenses. But the question is, should you do your own taxes? That looks easy enough, and Joey is going to try it out. The only thing that's certain in life are death, taxes, and another episode of Do Our Opinions Matter, the podcast that makes no effort to hide how it feels about everything. I'm expert opinionist Tanner Massey. And I am Will, been dodging taxes for 10 years, running Rawls. And today, we ask the question, should you do your own taxes? I don't know if you should actually admit to uh, dodging taxes. Well, unless you want to become the president. This feels... This already feels nostalgic. This is this is our second time doing sure a test. This is the it, opening yeah. from last time too. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I also dodged taxes last year, according to my intro. But Oof. in fact, IRS, I have not dodged my taxes ever. Uh, also, if you'd like to sponsor us, please give us a call. Um, yeah, why would you dodge them if you're getting a refund? Well, especially if they're going to sponsor us. I actually have not gotten a refund in a, in a couple of years. I make too much money. That's oh, that or came you just across. Don't claim the right number. <laughs> I know. Hey, we're going to find out more about actually claiming the right number and whether or not Will is actually pretentious uh, on our second annual tax episode. Happy Tax Fest 2019, Will. Happy Tax Fest 2019, Tanner. Thank you, and to all of Thank those you. who are doing their taxes right now as they listen to this wonderful podcast. I'm sorry. Why? Why are you apologizing for? Are you because you're, we're you're we're taking all into account the this. royal we? we we're uh, all a well, part of this. America has made this uh, tax season a thing. You know, actually, I I'm I'm exempt from all of this. Not from taxes, damn it, but from this uh, because I choose to be, and because we actually need to start choosing our safe word. Will, what's our safe word brought to us this week by? Today's safe word is brought to you by Jeff Bezos. He didn't go in in New York, but he went in everybody else because <laughs> he gave up. Oh, you're making a cum joke. Yeah, you're making you're making a, a semen. Yes, okay. He gave he gave us all his semen with his dodging of taxes and such. Um, and Amazon, if you would like to sponsor us once again, give us a call. Yeah, yeah. So what well, what is what is our what is our safe word this week? So today's safe word. Is actually not going to be chosen by either of us, Tanner. Damn it. Today is a special episode because this is the first episode this season where we bring in an expert. And today we are doing a little bit of a throwback because last year's episode, if you remember, we brought in our tax manual who just so happens to be named Nick Daniel. Nick Daniel, the tax manual. How are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. Uh, j- j- just getting over a cold. I don't know if you if you listen to last week's episode and that <laughs> shitty little intro. I sound like a I sound like shit. So hopefully I don't this week. It didn't sound so bad, Tanner. You you not give yourself enough credit. Uh, Nick, how have you been since uh, a year ago? Uh, I, you know, I've been staying busy, just reading up on all of the new changes to the tax code. Lots of fun and interesting stuff in there. 
Like, like, uh, okay, I know we we do a lot of goofums here, but really, 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 like that's what? what you that's what you that's what I, you chose I, I to do. I live and breathe to you know for getting to read the tax code. At least somebody does it. I mean, that's that's <laughs> why that's why we have you on, I guess. So you you once again have the privilege of choosing our safe word this week, the word that we use to get us back on track. Uh, which, you know, you feel free to use whenever you want to as well. Uh, last year, I believe you chose offshore tax havens. So uh, what, what do you want to go with this year? Let's see. What's hot in tax this year? What about trickle down? Oh, like like trickle down economics. Yeah. Yeah. Trickle down works uh, because uh, the P comes from the top. <laughs> uh, golden shower of sorts. <laughs> well, golden shower economics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, R. Kelly or, yeah, or so Trump? I was gonna say. So saying. our uh, our new safe word is R. Kelly. No, okay. Well, you're just pulling off too many different things. So there, there, there we go. Trickle down is the safe word for this week. Uh, feel free to yell that out whenever you need to. Uh, Nick, thank you sincerely for being with us um, for our our you know re- returning of the tax fest. I know it's it's something that we celebrate so thoroughly, and uh, Every people year. are a buzz on Twitter about taxes. Not to us, even though I asked. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I had a had a great time doing this episode with y'all last year. So, Nick Daniel, I wanted to start by saying that I have a new tax season this year. Obviously, just like everybody else, but I've got something new. I've got a full year of house deductions that I have to claim. Is that gonna is that gonna affect me more so than what I think it is? Because this is this is the first year I've had a house for a full year. I had it for a very few months the first time I filed taxes. But I am super pumped because maybe I'll get a return this year. So it's it's very unfortunate that uh, <laughs> I, I think you might be a little late to the game on that one. Great. Um, with some of the changes that went into uh, the tax code last year, I, I think they reduced the effectiveness of the mortgage interest rate deduction. They did because the year before when we owned a house, it was actually kind of decent. And then last year didn't help worth shit. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I thought, I thought that this year was going to be the, the year of the working man, the year of the middle class for the tax, uh, tax stuff. You actually, know. that year is going to be 2020 when Bernie Sanders becomes president. <laughs> but, uh, uh, along with some other Bernie pros Sanders will not voting be for Bernie. <laughs> Uh, let's let's actually go to the pros of, of taxes before we actually get <laughs> into a whole different discussion. Uh, and and this week I will be covering the pros because you know me, I'm the the more jovial of the two. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, the first pro of doing your own taxes, which I guess we should remind everyone again, uh, doing your own taxes. Should you do them? Um, you don't have to pay someone. You don't have to go into an establishment and pay some pencil pusher. Sorry, Nick. Uh, to, to do it for you, you can hop on one of these free services. If you don't make, you know, an astronomical amount or a decent amount, or if you're lower middle class, like most of America, tax, Act, uh, tax, one, two, three, all of those tax slayer, they make it H and R block. They make it really, really simple. I mean, enough, simple enough for you to, to try and, and muddle through it. My one problem is which one to choose. Uh, and I solved that this year myself, but, but Nick, I guess the, the biggest question for, you know, some of these online tax softwares, I don't know if that's actually what you call them. Um, how, how protected are you? So that, that's a great question. Um, and, and unfortunately people may think that they are more protected than they are. 
Um, and so that's why you'll notice as you go to actually submit your tax return, the the tax service is go asking you a couple questions basically to waive their liability of your tax return <laughs> and, and then try to upsell you on the audit protection services. So if I miss if I miss my my student loan debt or something like that, the the interest paid uh, on your, that. Your ten ninety nine? Nope. E Club ten ninety eight. Ten ninety nine. Ten ninety eight T. Ten ninety eight E. Oh whatever. Whatever it is. I didn't I didn't I, I paid off a little I paid off okay, before you jump in I paid off all my I paid I paid off all my fucking student loans this year. Every last one of it. And I just I I had all this money and I went all into student loans. I didn't get to take shit off my taxes. Really? Just saying. It didn't yep, change nope. it one bit. You know how the number. I, nope. Nope. It's all based on the interest. And because I didn't pay interest, it, it fucked up my credit and it and it didn't help me on my taxes. That's, I'm done with that. I don't even have a question. Uh, so go back to what you were saying, Will. Uh, this this year is actually a little funny for me. We typically do our taxes as soon as we get them, but I still have not finished my taxes. And here we are in March. Uh, but well, the the key is, uh, if you're getting a, a a nice refund, um, file for the refund early. But then if you owe, like I do on the state tax return, just wait and submit the state uh, check later in the month. So like, uh, I got my refund at the start of February, and then I'm gonna wait to pay the states at the end of March. So you're just using your refund to pay your. Uh, return nick daniel how much how much do you typically charge to do uh, taxes apparently not 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 as much as i should be can a I... papst and a pat on the back <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> would you accept uh three nickels and a cold beer no shit that's 15 cents more than i paid him see wait are you're talking like a, a nickel as a how much coin the pat on or the worth I don't know nickel bags. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Okay. We don't do anything illegal here. Oh, yeah. So technically, uh, we're still illegal for weed <laughs> in these states. Nah. Uh, so I mean, that that that's a huge pro. You don't you don't have to pay someone, but you do. You run into those liability risks. So to take that hand in hand, and the thing is, is that these places, like Nick said, will try and upsell you at every fucking turn. And the one that's really bad about it is uh, Tax Act. And I was doing tax act and like every three different pages, it's like, you upgrade, please. Would please you like, pay this would money? you like to you premium sure? do your taxes? Would you like the super do them? Yeah. Do you want someone else to check over these? Like, no, nah, dude, I have a simple little job and it just does this shit. And I don't have any investments or 401ks. I'm just a dumbass. Dude. And, and that's the cool thing about these online tax sites. They just ask you questions. Do you own a dog? Fuck yeah, I own a dog. Do you have a house? Yeah, I own a house. And then it tells you what forms you need. It's it's pretty streamlined nowadays. But the the one, well, you know what? That's going to get into some of the cons, I think. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll so stop too. myself there. But my point is, is that it's pretty easy to do it yourself. That's That's another pro, bonus pro, easy. Bonus pro. Do you, do you remember what our safe word is? Because I sure the hell don't. Uh, yeah, trickle down. Trickle down. Thank you. Oh, I thought it was golden um, showers. Okay. So the, the second pro that, I, that I, we've got is uh, you have a bit of a sense of accomplishment if you do it yourself. And this is either, you know, if you do it online or if you, you actually go and get the forms yourself and, and calculate that shit. Uh, that's after hardcore. After you're done. Uh, what now? Uh, I said that's hardcore. 
uh, yeah. filing paper Dude. forms. I mean, I, I just get a fucking abacus, man. Paper forms and an abacus just go <laughs> old school. I mean, you can't be truly off the grid unless you're not doing your taxes at all, but uh, you can make a start. Uh, but you, after you're done, you're like, fuck yeah, I just did my taxes. I mean, you might have done them wrong, but you did them. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, how on average, uh, Nick, uh, how cool are you when you do your own taxes? Uh, definitely uh, 11 out of 10 on the coolest. <laughs> oh, <side>. yeah. <laughs> speaking from experience. Yes. Uh, he's been doing his taxes for years and years. Uh, and, Nick, we appreciate people like you that, that actually understand and know the tax code. Tanner's about to sneeze. <laughs> I was until you mentioned something. Now it's going to come up later on. Um, just press the bridge of your nose in. It works pretty good. Never tried that okay. before. Yeah, I just made snot come out. <laughs> um, <laughs> was that? I know it was a fake noise. Uh, what was sense of accomplishment? Will interrupt me. I had to sneeze and then blah 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 blah. Okay, uh, and Nick, if mm, I don't know if I have actually question. Why are you even here? What the fuck? Just, <laughs> so I mean, you know, you. You did. You did your taxes. You done did it. That's all I really have to say about that. It's not even. It's not that impressive. Don't don't feel like a big man if you do your own taxes. Uh, unless no, no, you, you are a to- tax expert. No, 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 no. You should totally feel like a big man. Just just walk around. And be like, mm, excuse me. I do my own taxes. Would you like to see my tax forms? I'm gonna Ooh. show them to you, and I'm gonna keep well, going with like. <laughs> is is that? Does that make you a more viable mate if you understand how to do your own taxes? And that's a question I'll pose to you, Nick. Like, uh, like, do you do you think if you go into a bar during tax season and there's a girl there that just looks stressed or a guy doesn't matter uh, uh, that just looks stressed out as hell, and you go up to him like, "Hey, what's what's wrong? Is everything okay?" And they just, I, sh- I just, I couldn't, I couldn't find my W four and my ten ninety eight E and my ten ninety eight T look like the same form. And you just go up and you say, no, no, it's cool. Like, what do you, what do you say to that? How do you diffuse that situation? <laughs> Tanner, Tanner, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think you're spending more time confusing poor Nick Daniel, because you started that out saying, could you get more sex? And I was expecting you to go, yeah, what's up, girl? Guess who just got done filing their 1098E? Well, here, here's this the thing. Guy. It's, it's kind of difficult for me to follow my own patterns, and I, I blame the Dayquil. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. I blame the generic brand of who, Dayquil. Who has two thumbs just chugged a bottle of Dayquil and filed his own tax deductions? A. This guy. A. a fines. <laughs> no, fine. No, go back to my question, though. How did you fuse that situation, Nate? Like, what do you tell, what do you tell this girl or guy uh, about their 1098E and the difference between the 10... 1099 and 1098 TEFs? Jeez. Yeah, um, that that would be a confusing situation for them to be in. So I, I just, you know, talk in a smooth, sultry, nice voice and then just tell them, hey, don't worry, baby, everything's going to be okay. Nick <laughs> Daniel, the tax manual is here to slay, you know, S- save the day. See, that, <laughs> that works for you. That works for you, Nick Daniel. But what do Tanner and I do who are not tax manuals? How would it, how would the average Joe uh, diffuse this situation with this? Uh, she, she's very pretty. She's uh, blonde. Uh, no, he. she's brunette. She's definitely brunette. Or he. Or, or he for our yeah. female listeners. 
or or male or listeners, male what listeners are you doing? that like dudes. Jesus, or she for the girls that like. Okay, exactly. Fuck it. We're Stop all inclusive so here. Stupid. Yes, we are. We're inclusive here. What What do the average Joes say to them? Or Jolines? <laughs> uh, honestly, you know, it, it's it's a tough situation for somebody who's not been. Uh, trained in the ways of the tax code uh, to, to navigate those waters. So I'd say the best option for y'all is to uh, give him or her my number. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh nice. Uh, so when you, when you say trained in the ways of the tax code, you, you kind of make it sound like, like a, a, a samurai code. Like it's, it's the way that we live by Bushido. I went to Jedi. Does that make me a nerd? Young Padawan, would you like to learn my ways? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have no emotion. Uh, don't have sex, do taxes. Show him your Jedi code. What? What? Hey, uh, Tanner, don't you have another pro for us? <laughs> I do. My last pro for this is, uh, you can lie easier because no one's there to question you except for the uh, IRS once they get wind of it. So I actually looked up some statistics for this. Nick, did you know that there was a study saying that 73.3% of people lie on their taxes? Uh, I was, I was not aware of that. Um, so I, I guess, I guess it would help though to also quantify, like when you say lie on their taxes, uh, what, what is the sort of range, uh, are you talking like dollar values or, or. Well, uh, it's the same statistic, uh, that I just made up about, uh, 20% of people <laughs> lie 20% of the time. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. I thought you actually <laughs> did real research no. and I was going to be really impressed I don't think that many people intentionally lie on their taxes. And what I mean by intentionally lying is is sometimes you can accidentally misrepresent things or not understand things the correct way, which I think probably happens quite a bit. So, Nick, the question I'll pose to you is when people come in or you talk to some people and they understand things one way, do they ever try and convince you that you are wrong? Oh, absolutely. All the time. People ask me – you know, why can't I uh, write this off? And they they just don't really understand uh, the concept of writing things off in a tax sense. I mean, I, if, whatever I can write off, I try to, which brings up this one question that uh, I, I have uh, from Twitter, actually, which is kind of fun, uh, that says – uh, if parents can claim children on their taxes, why, as a pet parent, can't I claim my cat? He is dependent on me. If it weren't for me, he wouldn't eat, have a place to sleep, or poop. I think it was have. I think they meant have a place to poop, but I, the way they wrote it, it, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't poop, which I don't think that's true. <laughs> that cat don't poop. But why can't why can't we claim? Cats. Do people ever try and say, I need to claim my pet children? I mean, think about it. They are children. You you do pay money to well, keep them. They are dependents. Dependent is the key word. They are dependent. Put them as like nine. Put that bitch as like nine. I got nine cats, nine dependents. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Like in a technical sense, like you said, they they are dependent. And um, so I would I would say to this person that she needs to find a better tax expert, obviously. Um, you know, I'm willing to take that, <laughs> lead that charge. Um, but no, that, I think that's, uh, actually part of why the, the IRS this last year with some of the tax changes got away from allowing personal exemptions for dependents, because as I'm sure, you know, you may have encountered out, out in the world, uh, you would see parents 
pushing their pets in strollers and um, dressing them up in little clothes. And oh, God. I, think, I think part of that was to uh, sort of signify them as such a dependent to, to claim them on their taxes. So I would not be surprised to see uh, that a lot of people already did that. And um, unfortunately now, you know, with not being able to claim dependents as uh, exemptions for dependents, you know, they're no longer able to do that. But Damn. So like, even if you want to just kind of do it, you can't even do it. No, now, now they only have the, they offered the child tax credit. So you don't even get, so if you have, so how does this change if you have like kids actually? So you don't get as much back. You just get to claim the credit. And is it the credit for every child that you have or just, Hey, you have six kids. You get the same amount of credit as someone who has one kid. So it, the, the credit is per child. Uh, they did increase okay. it from a thousand to 2000. Um, and so, you know, without getting too deep into the calculations, um, it seems like it could potentially be a bigger benefit depending on your income level. Um, so previously you would deduct 4,000 worth of taxable income. Um, so roughly a thousand in taxes if you're at a 25% rate. Uh, whereas now you get a full $2,000 credit against the taxes you owe. So it, it, it kind of works out to be a benefit, except, you know, you can't deduct pets anymore. Man, this this really brings up so many more questions, though. Like, what could I have been deducting all these years? So at one point in time, if I took a really big shit and, like, it was a, it was a legit portion of my body weight, could I have claimed that on my taxes? Uh, if you had dressed it up in baby clothes and pushed it around in a stroller, I, I would allow it. Or if you receive a pain and suffering settlement from the use of butt plugs, do you have to claim that on your taxes? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> but what about if if I if I drank seventeen beers and then I went and uh, peed on someone else's child and just like the animalistic nature and laws dictate that child then becomes my child because I peed on it. Can I claim them? <laughs> yeah. Or if I keep all of my liquor receipts, uh, can I claim those as work related stress deductions? Ooh. Or if I'm actually at work and I decide that everything there belongs to me. So under imminent domain, if I claim it by staking a flag into the ground and then putting that flag and wiping my ass, can I, can, can I become CEO? <laughs> or if my dog runs away and I'm sad, what do? <laughs> can, can, he, can he claim lost? Oh, shit. Maybe what that's do? a thing. What, what if – okay, all those – don't worry about all those other ones. But if, if you do uh, lose a family member, member or something like that, um, you know, be it, be it an actual pet or it, we'll, we'll just make it more probable that this might happen. Say it's a, a pet that you actually have insured, um, or a family member, a child, someone goes missing and you spend a lot of money trying to find them, hiring detectives and things like that. Are there any situations where you could actually take that money and, and make it tax deduct deductible, whether or not you find them? I'm sure that, um, you know, with the proper tax planning up front that that can be achieved but it, mm. it wouldn't it wouldn't be something you could do after the fact hey so uh if 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 you ever lose your child uh don't spend the money on it you're not gonna get it back you might as well write that one off amber alert no longer useful 
I I think I think we uh we kind of suffocated the hell out of the pros. We might I, as well I give agree. some breath for the so, cons. Since I'm the more pessimistic one and the more level headed, I'm gonna give the cons uh the, for this week, obviously. Um I'm gonna start the cons off this week with you can't blame anyone else for your problems with your taxes. And that becomes an issue when you're Willie Nelson. Let me tell you guys why. <laughs> so Willie Nelson, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see, I didn't look up what year just because I'm super good at my job. So Willie Nelson got slapped by the IRS. That's the end of the story. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, with a $16.7 million bill for back taxes, uh, which is his lawyer did manage to negotiate it down to six million, but uh, Willie Nelson uh, had an accountant, and he he actually sued the shit out of his accountant and uh, used some of that money to pay it back, uh, pay back the six million dollars he owed. He also yeah. recorded an entire album called "The IRS Tapes: Who Will Buy My Memories?" Question uh, mark. It was sold for the specific purpose of paying off his IRS debt. <laughs> I I found uh, I found that that cute little tidbit is that is that the correct yeah it's a short tidbit? story a little tidbit it's fine well a tidbit's a noun no cute that's oh, the cute. word I was, yeah, yeah, sure. is, is that cute and Nick Nick Daniel is that story cute <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as a tax expert ooh okay here's let me let me actually give you a, a an actual question so Willie Nelson's guitar is named Trigger. And he's had it for his entire career. The thing is full of holes. He's had it repaired a couple different times. Uh, and, you know, while people note on the sound and the acoustics of it are fantastic. Uh, my question is, is, is perceived value, uh, of an item like that, uh, whether or not you were to donate it, uh, different than the actual value? Oh, wow. That's, that's actually a really good question. Actually, Nick, can I, can I field this question a little bit? I just want to give another specific example to that because I, I do my research, Nick. There was actually a family that inherited a $7.7 million home uh, after their father passed passed away. The value of the home, because the, the, uh, the housing market was terrible, went down to $3.3 million, but they had to pay $7 million in taxes. All right, that's, complete, that's completely different, Will. We're talking about perceived value and donations and you're talking about inheritance tax but no y'all y'all are both in a similar vein with i think what maybe you're referring to is like fair market value so now now in the case of the guitar that would be something where the fair market value of the donation would be something he could claim on his tax return to to hopefully save him some taxes um and then unfortunately for that family the fair market value of the home um there there's some rules set in place where uh when when property passes between family uh until it passes to a third party they're not able to take a loss on on it which is why they probably had to pay the fair market value rather than the um actual value you see tanner i'm yeah I, i don't think you are uh, so the, the, the experience I have with fair market value is I was doing my girlfriend's taxes or helping her do them. And, uh, we had a lot of donations this year. We put them all in, in her name and we itemized them based on the value. 
uh, because there was like some designer clothing and just like a, a huge fucking couch and stuff on there. So we, we did it. We did it on the value that it was initial purchase price. And we did a third of that. Right. Which we thought was fair. Uh, but once we submitted that, she paid the extra money to have it, uh, uh, the, the person go behind her on H and R block dude was a douche, but he said, you know, this is all wrong. I need to see the receipts. We sent him the receipts. He says, there's no, uh, value attributed to these. So you're going to have to take the lowest amount on fair market value. And we were like, all right, well you go ahead and do that. We paid for that service. He's like, I can't do that. You have to. And so, uh, fair market value. Fucking bullshit. So did you just make up your own values for it? This is no. worth $30. This is well, worth $100. This old butt plug that I've already mentioned this episode, that's $3. Sentimental value makes that uh, worth uh, way more. Yeah, so, yeah, at least 25 So, well, here's here's my question. Like, we ended up I, – I went and looked up the lowest value, Nick, and I applied that to the, the sheets that showed, you know, what all we brought – and in the end, he says, well, we're just going to have to throw this out because you don't have actual proof, even though it was from a Goodwill listing all those items. Wow. Yeah. You, um, that, that, and that's the problem that, that you get when you go to these cheap tax service companies, you know, and, and they're, they're not actual tax experts. I mean, sure, they took a class like through H&R Block, but, you know, I, I'd say you, you'd really want to speak to somebody with like CPA in there. In their yeah, more like more like Nick Daniel. You can find him online at nickdaniel.com. Yeah, check him that's out. More more false information. Nick, Nick, Nick I'm, Daniel I'm does just, taxes.org. Check him <laughs> out. I'm just impressed that y'all were able to itemize her deductions because uh, they they increased the standard deduction this year so to make it harder for people to itemize. Oh, I don't know, man. I it took me a long fucking time, and we did it. We did it wrong. My taxes took me like 30 <laughs> minutes. Her taxes took her uh, – we we just probably, probably spent three hours on that bullshit. So, you know, yeah, that's what she gets for making more money than me. hey All right. So, guys, I'm going to take us into our second con. You know when you be doing them taxes, you get real stressed. So, the stress of doing your taxes and actually making sure you do them correct – is enough to make you want to pay someone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just hand it off to H&R Block. Let those guys take care of it. Is it worth the fifty dollars? I don't know. Seems expensive. Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna pay you're gonna pay someone in person a good deal more than that. at least is it two hundred fifty. Is I it? Think. Is it that much, dude? I've never paid anybody to do my taxes. I always do it. It is a little stressful, but it's uh, I, I've always done my own taxes. So maybe just call me old fashioned. Well, once you once. And Nick, I'll throw this at you. It seems like once you make within a certain bracket, it starts becoming more cost and time effective to actually bring it in and pay the money. No, that that's absolutely right. Yeah. Like, so it, it, once you start having more things, like once you buy a house, you have a 401k, you start transferring 401ks between jobs. Um, what What do you think is kind of the... Uh, the, the cutoff and we can, you can either pose this as a salary range, uh, where you, you'll probably be safe using an online tax service, but once you make this amount or once you have these kind of accounts, uh, or, or, or benefits from work, um, this is when you should actually start going to see a professional in person. I'd, I'd probably put that in the range of 
if you're over say 75,000 but you've got you know a lot of that type of activity where you're you know buying a house or you've got a lot of accounts and you're shifting them around or donating to churches yeah 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 um so i'd probably say once you get into the early six figures it probably helps to go ahead and start um you know looking at having a person help out with that uh and then will will also brings up uh, a pretty interesting thing um donating to churches now i i know that religions and religious buildings typically do not pay taxes uh and then if you are um a a particular like if if you can if your house is considered a temple then you don't pay taxes on your houses either so what do i have to do to make the house that i am currently in the process of purchasing a temple and does does jesus give good tax returns ooh Yes, eternity those... in heaven. Well, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, the temple thing is a real question. Please tell me how to do that. That that's tax free too. Um. Well, so my body is a temple. So any anywhere I am, <laughs> oh, uh, is so tax I can claim all my McDonald's receipts because I've been giving it to my body. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah this this whole computer I just built it's it's for me to use with my body especially the VR <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah so when I masturbate um all right no but seriously <laughs> how what is it what does it take to claim uh, a domicile as a temple as a as a religious building um that, that's a great question uh and and I'm not as experienced with that part of the tax code uh so if, maybe if I just have religion. a party every sunday um yeah maybe a church or re- religious covered dish party <laughs> <laughs> yeah potluck church potluck every sunday potluck every sunday at my house uh guys make my house a church uh I'll see you there it's at four 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 you're not getting my address dot com uh I'm gonna bring in, bring it in, for the last con of the day. Are you are you both ready, Nick Nick Daniel specifically? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the last con for the day is learning those mother freaking forms. I, I've been told I say uh, fuck too much, so I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> um, learn, learning those learning those forms. That shit is Latin, uh, Nick. Uh, can you please? How long did it take you to learn those forms? <laughs> how? how uh, not not the form. Just this the tax code in general. The, the hundreds of pages. The the thousands of words in the tax. How how long did it take you to memorize every word? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I still don't have those memorized. But the tax code what? definitely. What are you is... doing here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> The tax code definitely is written in Latin, but the tax forms, those are written in plain English. You should be able to do those uh, yourself. Well, except for when you kind of – you start running into the ones where it says, okay, look at this form on this line and this line. Add these two together Go and you go over to that form and it says, all right, this is taken from line 17A on form 1098. Like, oh, this is taken from uh, line – 13 on your w2 minus line 15 from this form and then 16 from the form on the one before and it just starts why why so many and are there actually like that many situations that are constantly used that we're running into thousands upon thousands of form is there a form one up to a 
1099. Like, are there all? Yeah, are there literally 2,000 forms or more? There are literally, I'd say almost uh, 10,000 forms. Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, then you've got the ones that start with W, W2, W4, W9, W17. And that just adds on to it. WD40. WWF, uh, WK103, The Rock. I yep, made that one real, up. real area specific. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for individuals, it doesn't go that high, but then you get into businesses and you're filing, you know, Form 7004 or 8861s or, you know, 5471s, et cetera. Um, mm. there, there's, Tens of thousands of forms. Exit 53 off of 85. Yeah, I don't know those. Um, what, one of the things that I find myself, and I know it's easier with this tax act, tax123.org. Um, I know it's easier with these, but when they ask you for a specific box and that box has literally nothing in it, I, I guess I'm just supposed to know the, what, which box it, it means. And I guess this is probably where you come in, Nick. You can tell me what exactly they're looking for because the information that they actually want isn't clear to me. I just go to the box and if there's nothing in there, I'm fucked. <laughs> I don't know what they actually want there. And um, just to be frank with you, uh, that's – kind of a ploy to keep people like me in business good lord you mean they write oh fuck tax code for you guys to stay in business inside the tax code so it's like inception of tax code and tax code writers just working together and i don't know if you you know what inception was about dream inside a dream inside a dream (laughs) trickle down uh i I this is not related to this con, but I just kind of uh, want to move on in general. Yes, uh, taxes. But, uh, but, but yeah, but, to, just one oh. more point on that. You know, you'll see if you if you read some articles. You know, there are th- there's proof that these large tax companies like H and R Block or TurboTax. Sorry if they're your sponsors. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> you know, they lobby Congress to not change to a, a more flat rate tax system. So that they can stay in business. Hey, Nick, will you do me a favor real quick? Will you name off all of the online services that you can use real quick? Just the ones you can think of. Go. Um, tax Layer, Tax Act, H&R Block, TurboTax. There, there's a ton of them. You can actually go to the IRS website and look at which ones offer free filing services. Yeah. And if any of them would like to sponsor us, they can. <laughs> especially, especially maybe – uh, H&R Block because you guys asked me to upgrade the least. I actually went through two different ones. I did H&R Block and I did uh, Tax Tax Slayer and Tax Slayer every other fucking question. Uh, but but here's 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 what I want to move into before we kind of get into the conclusions. Um, Will and I kind of toss a few ideas around before the episode starts uh, just to kind of, you know, come up with some guffaws uh, that are real fucking stupid and could be potentially funny. So uh, maybe this will stay in the episode. Maybe it won't. But what I really want to know is uh, what do you think Pornhub's taxes look like? <laughs> you know, um, that's a great question. I wish I could see what see what they look like. I bet you uh, I bet you they're immaculate. And that, I think that maybe they probably don't have their employees do it because – it it, may, it makes it a stickier situation or it 
it makes a sticky situation even <laughs> stickier if you're having someone in house do it. Yeah, it, it seems it seems like they're gonna come do their taxes every year. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that that's and that's. But um, I bet you, I bet you they got. It. I bet you they use uh, titties to do their. Okay, that didn't even, I don't know what you. <laughs> I don't know what you bring to this podcast anymore. <laughs> so Nick. I think to to kind of conclude everything before we move into the the rest of this is uh, I, I if you could could you sum up tax season for both uh, CPAs uh, people that are doing taxes for other people and the consumer the the average person who might be trying to do their taxes or getting someone else to do their taxes. Uh sure. Well, so from my perspective, you know, tax season is the best season, obviously, because um, <laughs> it's it's when I get to look at the tax code, fill out all the forms. It's just a great time of year. And, and of course, nice as well, because, you know, I can make so much money from, from doing taxes. Um, it's just an area that people are kind of scared of, if you will, or, you know, there, there's just a lot of uncertainty on, um, I'm definitely scared how to do the taxes. (laughs) They don't want to mess it up which just, you know, provides a lot of opportunity for people like me to come in and and make all that money just swoop from, in and take that money. I, That's right. I agree with Nick there because every time I go to submit my taxes after doing all the forms and all the things, you know, I hover over the submit button and then I hit the back button like three times oh, just yeah. to check one oh, little thing yeah. just Most to make sure definitely. I, I, they don't really audit people that that I think auditing save for those guys that claim like nope. 300 kids or something. <laughs> Oh, well, you'd be surprised. All right. So uh, then, so then Nick, from, from the point of the consumer. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I don't think that people should worry so much. It's not a life or death situation. You know, if you mess up in your taxes, the worst thing you're going to get is a letter in the mail from the IRS and they'll just say, Hey, you messed up right here. Uh, fix it. You know, huh. I've had that happen to me before and heck I'm a tax expert. Really? The the tax manual. Well, that that was in my college years. I was still I was still it's, learning the ways of the code. Yeah, like training training the blade, honing the pen. Uh, then that that all makes me that actually does make me feel better. I mean, I've already done my taxes because I'm a, a you know decent good boy. You're a good boy. Yep, uh, I pet you. Thank you. I love pets. Uh, so. I, I think that's a fantastic time for us to go into our segment. Yes. Titled. Our segment titled Mini Cons One Solution. It's time for Mini Cons One Solution, the segment where I am going to list out all of our cons. And today, Nick Daniel is going to come up with one solution to solve them all, and Tanner's going to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh yeah, uh Nick, today's cons were you can't blame anyone else. Uh the stress and learning those dead gum tax laws or learning the laws or forms. forms. Learning the forms. There you go. That's what I said. Learning the forms. Uh That sounds like something yoga can solve. Yoga. All right. Uh, yoga, yoga, yoga. Well, that, that first one is easy. So stress. Uh, if you're under stress, yoga is a great way to reduce that both within your muscles and within your mind. 
Uh, within your muscles, it helps you stretch things out, get everything loose and feeling good and, and get you to a point where you're in better shape, which affects your mind, especially since you're getting yourself centered. If you're coming in with your ohms and really getting into that downward dog, then you're going to center yourself and lower your stress in your mind and your body. Now, uh, learning the forms well, if, if we, if we take forms for a totally different definition, uh, if you learn the forms of yoga, then, uh, you don't have to think about the other types of forms so much, including tax forms. So your mind is then occupied more by the forms of yoga, including downward dog. Downward dog's uh, my uh, favorite. V- v- uh, vinyasha, uh, warrior one and two. Sleeping uh, baby. Uh, Plata, platypi. Happy upward, baby. I know upward that dog. Uh, downward, uh, cat, cow, uh, cat, cow. I know that Cat one taking a shit. The arch oh, back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, are, that's, okay. that's that one. Okay. Uh, you know, so since you're, since, since you're learning all of those, uh, you're no longer remembering the fact that you have to learn anything about tax forms. And then you can't, you can't blame anyone else when you're audited shit. Uh, so, so if you are centering yourself, if you are learning the actual purpose of yoga and trying to reach a higher plane of existence in your mind space, you're going to open that third eye and you're going to realize that you no longer need to blame anyone else for anything. And the outcome of the universe is basically entropy. Everything is chaos bouncing off one another. Bing, bang again and again. You are no longer in control. So your destiny is just let loose to the universe. And so is everyone else's. So it's not their fault either. There you go. Solves all three of your problems with yoga. Jesus, Tanner, you actually did a pretty good job with that. I Thank really you. thought I, th- I really thought yoga was going to throw you for a loop. It, it kind of threw me for a loop. Besides stress, stress was the easy one, but the forms one. <laughs> downward dog form, uh, shitting cat form. Yes, those are those are great. So, I I think we have our topic for next week it's obviously going to be an existential crisis uh should you have an existential <laughs> no no no, <laughs> yes. no. that's taking too much well, well we'll get to existential crisis 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 crises 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 we'll get we'll get to that actually it's it's not a latin derived term so it's just crises i think yeah. uh we'll, we'll get to that at some point i'm sure but we're gonna do yoga next week because when when are we gonna come up with yoga so again should you should you do yoga i think that's the question uh oh. or ooh, or should you master yoga not should, just should you do it should, should you, you master? masturbate to yoga no, okay no, nick no. i really i really want to thank you for being here today it was my pleasure i know we've done that several times throughout the podcast but we are glad you're here because my sanity was in question dealing with Tanner every week. Yeah. Myself. And, 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 uh, me, me and Dake will got it, got it down over here. Uh, so I, I just want to say if, if anyone wants to reach out to us, uh, to ask us any question for any future expert episodes, we'll let you know what those are on Twitter and you can reach back to us on Twitter at Donald Trump doesn't do his taxes, uh, dot net. Or uh, more likely at Doomcasters, at Doomcasters on Twitter. Uh, let us know what your questions are. Send us some shit. We'll talk about it. Uh, and if you would like to hear any more from Nick Daniel, well, you're just going to have to wait till next year because the annual tax episode is only once a year. So that's Nick, what that Nick is. Daniel, the tax manual is on annual. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, realistically, our whole purpose here 
was to answer one question. And because this is the expert episode, we're going to pose this question to you, Nick Daniel, our tax manual slash tax expert. Will, if you'd like to take it away. Nick Daniel, should you do your own taxes? I'll have to say yes. Thanks for listening. The song is Pollinate by Kirk Pearson. The podcast is Do Our Opinions Matter? Consider supporting us with a review. Now the summer's here, but just for a while.